moms. This is Heidi St. John and Jane Lambert, the author of Five in a Row and a veteran homeschool mom. And she just so happens to be uh, one of the dearest people in the whole world to me. And I'm really thrilled because we are doing a series. I had this all planned out anyway to do a series on homeschooling uh, since I am a homeschool mom. And I was going to do it by myself in my closet, but instead, <laughs> Jane is here. So welcome, welcome, welcome Thank to my you. closet. Thank you. And our podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about homeschooling uh, for the next couple of episodes. And I thought it would be fun to just kind of throw out back and forth between the two of us some of the questions I get asked most frequently about homeschooling. Because honestly, I would imagine that they haven't changed a whole lot since you started homeschooling your kids in the 80s and me homeschooling my kids now. And I've got a couple of graduates who, you know, and a, and a, a couple of kids who are grown and your, your daughters are both grown now and you have grandchildren. And so we have this little gift of blessed perspective, right? That's right. <laughs> hard, hard oh, one. Hard, hard one. Hard one perspective. <laughs> hard one perspective. Oh. And so I would love to just really encourage some of these moms who think they can't do it. You know, this is not to say, and I know that, that you know, if you've listened to my podcast for very long, you know, I don't believe that homeschooling is the gospel. So I don't, I'm not going to preach to you the gospel of homeschooling, but I do believe it is a wonderful, wonderful educational uh, option for your kids. And it is the one that our family chose, and it's the one that Jane's family chose. And Jane actually wrote a book to help uh, homeschoolers with uh, a style of learning called unit studies, which I love. Love Five in a Row and love her heart. So we'll talk more about that. Five in a Row is the sponsor for this series. And if you haven't been to their website and checked it out yet, go to Five in a Row, spelled exactly how it sounds. All right, so the first question that I get, well, sometimes the first question, this is usually in the top five, is um, I'm, not, I'm not really organized. I'm not organized enough to homeschool. I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't have... The bins and the Martha Stewart schoolroom and the whole. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. I do. So I so I guess I'm just gonna ask you: Are you organized enough to homeschool? Because I'm not, and I didn't know if you were either. No, I'm not. And oh. I think I do believe, and my husband has said this for years, and I absolutely because he saw us do this. I absolutely believe the most important thing that you probably need is a really good. Sofa that you can cuddle up on, <laughs> exactly. and 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 read and talk together, or and or a, a, both a, a, a table maybe somewhere uh, that you can sit at and do a few things. But but mostly invest in a better sofa, invest in a nice fluffy bed that you can all tumble into and and read wow. together and talk together, and and um, you'll you'll go a long long way oh, yeah. in good education, especially in those. And you know, when they're mm -hmm. when their kids are in elementary school, mm -hmm. and boy, mm -hmm. you don't get those years back. No, you don't. You know, it's like a your kids are not boomerangs, right? They're not no, supposed to come back. We're to. we're in the arrow launching business, <laughs> right? That is right. And so it's amazing to me. One of the things I love about homeschooling is the opportunity it affords us to have time. With our kids. And relationship yes. time, real relationship yeah. to listen to yes. them, to think about the things that they're thinking about, to tell them, hey, 
I've never even imagined that thought. That is a great idea. I love the way you think. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness, you're a great thinker. Absolutely. And then to find out more about whatever it is they're thinking about or wondering about and showing them that you you care about things that they care about. And yep. and, and then they will do the same with you. And that relationship is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're you're building seeds, right? You're planting seeds into them for the future. And that's so amazing to me. I mean, it sounds simple, this idea of a relationship. But boy, when your kids grow up, it comes back in a big, big way. It comes back in a huge it way. It comes back in a big, big way. Yeah. I always tell, I like to tell moms, when I first started homeschooling, I didn't have, and I don't know if you did or not. I'm assuming you didn't, you weren't homeschooled yourself. No. No. No, I wasn't. And I wasn't homeschooled. I went to a private school. My husband went to public school. And when I kind of thought about homeschooling, well, first, I didn't want to do it at all because I was like, who would do that? Like, <laughs> that is cray cray. Like, who would do that? You know, who would want to be locked up with their kids all day long when you could send them off to school and actually have, you know, a solitary thought that was just your own, you know, that wasn't interrupted. And so I never planned on homeschooling. And the Lord, just in his mercy, as he often does, you know, over a series of a couple of years, started putting people and mm-hmm. circumstances in my life that lent themselves to this idea that maybe I could homeschool my kids. And I remember the first uh, couple of years that we decided to do it, th- I took my experience with me. And my experience was regular school. Oh, sure. Line them up and, yes, yes. All, all the things. Yes. All that stuff. All and so stuff. I looked for a desk. You know, I yep. went down to, you know, my love of thrift store shopping. Yes, yes. And so I went and I looked for and I found mm-hmm. at a garage sale you know, the kind of desk that, remember every year the janitor would come in and he would adjust your desk so that your chair got to go up a little bit higher every year because you got a little bit taller. Yahoo! And a, little a little bit taller. <laughs> exactly. And I thought, oh, my kids will love this. You know, every year we can adjust their, why are you laughing? <laughs> you know, I thought, my kids are going to love this. You know, they don't, they have no frame of reference for a desk. That was my frame of reference. But I bought those desks and I turned our downstairs family room into a schoolroom. You know the room because you slept I in do. that room. And we had a timeline up and pictures of the presidents. And I have nothing against timelines. That's wonderful. No, but no. yes, the desks in a row, that's... Well, I think no. I put an American flag on my desk. Oh, sure, and yeah. I'm pretty sure we did the Pledge of Allegiance. Although I will say, I do wish my kids really knew the Pledge of Allegiance now. I need to get back to doing that. I think that's important. Yeah. But uh, not in a schoolish sort of way. Right. I want them just to know it. To know it. Because, sure. you know, we live here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we live in the United States. But here's what happened. I was probably maybe maybe six months into it, maybe less. And I realized one day that we were not spending any time at those desks. We were on the couch. couch. <laughs> we were at the kitchen table and my kids were reading Up to the me. the treehouse. We yes, we were anywhere but at those desks. And my husband mm. kept saying, you know, when are we going to be able to have our living room back again? Because I would really like to watch TV down there. And it looks like a schoolroom. And I was like, well, you know, that's because, you know. Give give 20 years. Yes, yeah. I'm like, that's because it is a schoolroom. That's kind of what I'm doing. And, of course, you know, you know the story. It didn't. We ended up not doing that. And the following spring, I put those desks out in my garage for a garage sale. And Jay was like, you're not going to. You're not going to sell those to a homeschool mom. And I was like, heck yes, I am. <laughs> I'm just going to pay it forward. Some homeschool mom sold them to me. Now I'm going to sell them to another homeschool mom. And eventually she'll figure it out and she'll probably sell them herself. But I think it's important for, for moms to know it doesn't have to look like it school. It's really not like traditional school. school. It's just mm-hmm. completely different sort of lifestyle approach, don't you think? I do. To learning. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And and all, the flexibility, I, I remember when um, our oldest daughter, Becky, 
was about, she was about 11, and she was reading a, a book on butterflies and moths that was uh, an Audubon book. I mean, it was it was a huge adult, hard, oh, hard yeah. book. Yeah. And she had been reading it, and she, um, all of a sudden, it was raining outside. All of a sudden, she just disappeared. I didn't know where she went. She just disappeared. And I was fixing lunch, and all of a sudden, she comes screeching into the house, screaming at the top of her lungs. And in, in her thumb and, and forefinger was uh, uh, held a monarch butterfly, a live oh, monarch butterfly. Wow. And she said, Mom, Mom, it's just like I found in the book. She said, when it rains, the monarchs hide underneath the umble of a Queen Anne's lace. And we had fence with Queen Anne's lace. And she had gone out in the rain to see if what she read was true and came in with her with trophy, her, her oh. trophy monarch butterfly. And she let it, you know, she let it go. But the point is, she had that freedom to read a book that was much harder in in school these days, heck, half the time the teachers don't even let them, mm-hmm. and and wonder about it and and run outside and see for herself and come in and I just to me it was one of the biggest blue ribbon homeschooling mm. oh, days yeah. ever. The yeah. ability to the freedom, yep. the freedom to go do mm-hmm. and see, experience and experience it. what she had read in a book. I and love it. It was so much fun. Well, I guess that sort of brings me to my next question. And I'm thinking, you know, you, so so we're hearing about Becky, and she ran outside, and she's, you know, she brings in this monarch, and she knows about it. And the other question I get all the time is, how do you know if your kids are really learning anything? Oh, she was learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and experimenting yes. and and finding out. And Yeah. Yes. And I always think, uh, oh, my goodness, you know. The real, kids, the real thing. That's real learning. Real learning, yes. That's real learning. So many of our kids, and I know this was true of me when I was in school, and I was a good student. Mm-hmm. But there, there were things that I studied for the test, and I know certainly that's the case here in Washington State. You know, the kids uh, study often to the test. They study for the Wassel. So if it's if that's your year that you're taking that test, all year you were studying for that test. And I studied for tests. And three weeks after the test was over, I couldn't tell you what was on that test because I just spent, you know, however many days sort of cramming for an exam, if you will. And mm-hmm. I really wonder if we're kind of doing that uh, to our kids. You know, if we're, if we're in the school systems, at least, for sure, the test has become sort of the standard by which we know that they're, quote-unquote, learning. But I'll tell you what, no one ever asks a mom of a three-year-old, how do you know your three-year-old is learning? Because we know the three-year-old is learning because of what they're doing every day. We see growth in them. We see a new thing. We see an, an, a light bulb go off or their eyes light up or they finally get it or they put their pants on by themselves. One day they weren't doing it, the next day they were. And learning should be, to me, a really organic process of a mother or a father pouring into their, giving their kids books to read, letting them go outside, letting them play, letting them have, I mean, good night. The most famous engineers in history love Legos. Legos, right? Sure, sure. I mean, there are so many ways that kids can absorb information. And, and so learn to me, and practice. And, yes. Yeah. I mean, isn't yes. that just sort of, to me, it just sort of comes with the territory when you're homeschooling. The other thing that I think, and I know you're going to laugh when I ask you this, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I, I, I think it's funny. Uh, what about socialization? well i've always i've just i looked at it for a few years and and i've always said if you can get along with your own family if you can get along (laughs) with your siblings whatever that you've already you know done the most difficult work in socialization and 
I have found that as you gather together with other homeschooling families, children never ask what grade they're in. They're so excited to see other people they play and at yep. all the ages mixed together. Yep. Um, when they go to the grocery stores, they're the ones that walk up to a, to an elderly person and say, how are you doing? And, you mm -hmm. know, they, I mean, they, mm -hmm. they're not segregated they, by they age. They are not segregated by any age. To me, they're the best socialized in the world, mm -hmm. except for maybe in one little teeny, teeny part. And um, I, I had an experience where uh, a young lady who was in her 20s was very, 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 who had been homeschooled, was extremely upset because someone at her work had done something very mean. They had taken something that she had made, a, a nameplate for herself or something, yeah. and destroyed it because oh. they were mad at her. Yeah. And, and it really rocked her. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, for pity's sakes, if she had been public school, she would have been done with that in first grade, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so so a little bit of the bad things, mm -hmm. maybe they're not experiencing as much. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But our children always were in, uh, we they were in whatever they wanted to be in. So they were in orchestra, and they were in scouts, and they were in dancing classes, and they were, oh, you know, many, many, many... Uh, which they could do in the daytime. Which they did in the daytime. Mm -hmm. um, they were in uh, just just all sorts. Their church activities, their, what, they mm -hmm. always had mm -hmm. plenty of people to be with. Mm -hmm. um, so that I've, I've always considered them to be very rich yeah. in socialization, yeah, extremely so rich in socialization. So and I wonder, when are we going to start turning that question around and asking it of the How well socialized system? are you? Yeah, yes. Why yeah. is this the standard? Mm -hmm. Really? You're, you're, the socialization that's happening in these venues and these places, right. why is that the standard? Yeah. And kids being with their, around their parents and their siblings, and you're absolutely right. You know, we have seven kids, and boy, I'll tell you what, if you can't get along you know, if you can get along at home with your siblings, you're going to do fine. Yeah. You know, Skylar, our son Skylar just got a job uh, working in a clothing store at Aeropostale. And he came home the other day and he had his first day on the job. And I'm like, how did it go? You know, how did you feel, you know, uh, you know, getting a job down at the mall? And he goes, man, are you kidding me? He goes, I was so excited to get out there. He said, people came into the store and I shook their hands and talked to him. And he said, one guy came in and I said, hey, my name's Sky. Can I help you find anything? And I started showing him some of the shirts I liked. And he said, the guy looked up and he was the, another employee at the store. Skylar was so excited. <laughs> To like get out there and do a good <laughs> That's job. Wonderful. And he was trying to sell shirts was, to another employee. So he, they probably bought some. Yeah. yeah. They were like, dude, you know, where did you learn to do that? And this guy was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, the, the misconception is these kids don't know how to get along with other kids. They're not going to function in the real world. And it really is oh, just no, a misconception. It's, it's a to total misconception. Yeah. It really, really is. Well, mm -hmm. I am, uh, I, you know, always amazed at what the Lord does with the with the singular effort of a mom. Yeah. You know. And and I consider I have uh, just as I look back on it and all my years of homeschooling, I consider it to be the greatest mm. um uh the opportunity, the mm -hmm. greatest opportunity that the Lord ever ever gave me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't always think that when I was in the middle of it. Right. I had my scared times and I had my crying days and I had my yeah. days where I couldn't quite figure out what to do and I had to pray and pray and pray. But when I look back over the whole thing, I cannot believe that the Lord gave me the opportunity mm. to have a relationship with and get to teach my own children. It mm. is it is by far the biggest, most glorious opportunity anyone ever handed me. 
And it really is, even today. It really is. That's what I think is the best thing about homeschooling. People ask me all the time, why do you love homeschooling? I'll say it is the hardest, best thing we ever did with our kids. Hands down. Wouldn't trade it for anything, even like you said, on those crying days and the days when you just think, I can't do this anymore. Well, every day wasn't perfect, but no. uh, but, but, but it was life. glorious. Yeah. It was, and every day isn't perfect for a public school teacher no. either. She's no. got her days, That's you know. Right. That's but, right. But it was just an amazing opportunity. Yeah, it is an amazing opportunity. And I really think I'm going to, I want to leave this, this particular episode with that because it is an amazing opportunity and let you guys know that if you have questions about homeschooling, you can go to thebusymom.com. I have written dozens of articles on homeschooling there, uh, a beginning homeschooling, you know, tips on organization for homeschooling, talking about unit studies, some of my favorite curriculum links to Jane's books are there. Um, if you have questions about homeschooling, find a post that's interesting to you and log in and leave a comment and somebody at the Busy Mom staff will get back to you. Thank you very much for tuning in today and we will see you again in just a couple days where we'll finish up talking about homeschooling. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.